0: Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And this week, we watched Four Christmases, which I knew yesterday when it came out. 2008? 2008. Carrie, higher or lower than Practical Magic. Oh, Jesus. Lower. Please God tell me it's one percentage point higher. This is Jesus. That's it's what did it to me. I'm quitting Hollywood. That's what did it to me. One percentage point higher than practical magic. Someone decided that practical magic was one percent worse than this movie, which is this is the until I watched New Year's Eve, this was the worst movie I'd ever seen. Okay. Uh that's not true. We watched First Daughter. I think I would take First Daughter. Anyway, we'll get into it. Maybe it's recency bias. (laughs) Uh, it was directed by Seth Gordon and written by Matt Allen, Caleb Wilson, and John Lucas. And so I have them to blame for the week I just had. Um, it stars Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn, and a lot of other very famous and talented people, and Tim McGraw. I read the trivia on this because I was trying to figure out... Oh, at one point there's a picture... John Voight plays... Reese Witherspoon's father, and in one picture, she's looking at a picture of presumably her and him. When and you want she's she Angelina Jolie, yes? And I wanted to see if it was a picture of Angelina Jolie. So I was looking at the trivia, and one of the trivia facts is that all four of the people playing the parents in this movie have won Oscars. I wrote down at one point. This is an actual note I wrote. Oh wait, I just who blew the casting director? What That's my question. Like the casting director, like it, the casting director did incredible work. Maybe it, the yeah. casting director blow. I like. How did you get yeah. these people to make this movie? John Voigt, Robert Duvall, uh, Mrs. What's his face? Get me there, Mary, Mary, Steam- Mary Steenburgen, Mrs. Ted Danson. She's a person in her own right. And who's the fourth parent? Sissy Spacek. I, I, I blinking you miss her yeah yeah. we also have a wonderful performance from Kristen chenoweth Kristen chenoweth yeah. who i believe i have a sub question before we get into it so many of these people who pres- live and presumably raised to their families or were raised in northern california have the gr- biggest southern um, like southern united states accents begging the question when we're depicting poor people or quote-unquote hick people we just give them southern accents is that what we're doing we're in the bay area and there is a bay area like middle or lower income accent it's not that yeah yeah no we just gave them southern accents they're just all idiots yeah this This movie movie hates hates poor people this movie hates poor people because also there's like some reason so the premise of this very stupid movie is Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn don't want to get married and don't want to have kids and everyone they've ever met is like what a shocking discovery the premise of this movie is Vince Vaughn talks fast and we thought that was a joke in 2008 it's not um so they are trying to avoid their t- we we're told their families are terrible and they don't want to visit their families and they're trying to avoid going home to see their families but then their plane is grounded and they have to go to all four of their families because they both come from broken homes for christmas and we're going to see why their families are so terrible and the answer is they're poor it- period no one was abused. well. not even like vince Vaughn's dad is poor but everybody else's parents are fine. I don't understand. John Voigt seems to have thrown a lovely Christmas. Yeah. The implication is we that, We get like, there at the end and it was like, this is charming. The implication is, like, she doesn't know that because she doesn't realize that, like, things have changed over the last handful of years because she, like, stopped showing up. The I think the implication being that, like, the parents were very toxic with each other. And the dad wasn't always around, John Voight wasn't always around, but that's not really that's real life, babes. According to Angelina Jolie, um, that's also n- not really clear in the movie. Nothing is explored deeply in this movie. All the they're just trying to like get through the four Christmases, so we don't actually see the problem with anything, like, nothing is well written or well explained or deeply written. Which makes this hour and a half long movie feel too long. <laughs> yes. I do think like the Robert Duvall feels like a toxic kind of abusive parent, but he's the only one. Yeah, he Nobody just makes else is his just kids like fight with each other. His children are Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, and Tim McGraw. John Favreau and Tim McGraw playing like Bay Area D-Bags. And we're supposed to believe they were all named after the city they were conceived in. And so Vince Vaughn's name is Orlando, but he's changed it to Brad, which begs the question, if you're going to change a name, you literally pick Brad. Yeah. And so she's like, I don't even know your name. There's this whole thing where like they're finding out by going to each other's families that they don't really know each other as well as they thought they did. Which like okay I, I'm down for that premise like you you learn more about someone when you see them interact with their family but like she learns that he's poor and he learns that she used to be fat and friends with like a butch girl and then they're mad at each other for those facts and it's like what yeah. And Kristen Chenoweth, right? Kristen Chenoweth, by the way, plays Reese Witherspoon's sister. Obviously. And Reese Witherspoon's, like, mad at her because she's like, why are you telling him all these things about, like, how I was fat as a kid? And Kristen Chenoweth is like, he doesn't already know these things about you? Right. Like, Like, you've been together for three years. Her line. Greatest line ever. Honestly, like, this movie is Greatest line ever. Carrie, this movie is atrocious. This movie is atrocious. But Kristen Chenoweth says... I don't remember her husband's name because he literally has zero lines. Can't he picture just him in my head. There, I watched. Um, I watched this movie a couple days ago. Cannot picture him in my brain space. But she says, "Um, let's call him Steve. Steve. Wait, hold on. Let me find it. I wrote it down. Why? It doesn't matter. Let's call him Steve. We're. You're gonna say it no, when no, no. It. Oh, no, the, I, line. the line. I don't care what his name is. Oh." She says, he knows I slept with the entire water polo team and I know he experimented with men. I mean, truly marriage goals, like just goals. true intimacy right there. You know, because also because also then what this movie is doing is asking us to root for this couple. Who? I don't know why we're rooting for them. They're not right. honest with each other. We don't see, because they're not honest with each other, we can't see that they're compatible. It seems like their compatibility is based upon, like, neither of us want these conventional things, except, oh, wait, maybe Reese Witherspoon does, because God forbid we show a movie with a woman who doesn't want marriage and children. That we couldn't. So, like, I'm supposed to be rooting for them, but they don't really know each other, and they don't really get to know each other. And they're terrible to each other. And they're terrible to each other. Like, he's horribly selfish and self-focused all of the time. And she gets mad at him when she suddenly is like, I want to have kids. And he's like,
1: that's not the deal.
0: Not not what I want. And then she's mad about it. And and I'm like, why are you mad? Like, you all have known for three years you didn't want to have children. That's not like a small thing to just drop on somebody. No, that's actually like, you can't change those rules. I believe very firmly that if one person wants kids and one person doesn't, you shouldn't be together. Because neither of those people should have to compromise. No. That is like a non-negotiable, not compromise. If you do not want to have children, you should not be forced to have children. It's one of my core no, beliefs. Because, because if you do want child children, child should be re- raised by somebody who doesn't want them. And if you do want children, you're going to resent the partner you didn't have them for. It's just it's like a horrible. I don't care how the fuck in love you are, and I don't believe these two people are in love, but, like, that's not... There's no middle ground there. There's no compromising on bringing human beings into this world. Right. Yeah. At the point where she got mad at him because he held firm on the ground that he didn't want children, I was like, this movie needs to be about these two people realizing they want different things and moving on. It turns into the breakup just, like, turns into the breakup. <laughs> we just Suddenly, Reese Witherspoon is Jennifer Aniston. I wasn't it's paying actually attention. Actually, the to- morning show. This is a prequel I, to the morning show. I wasn't paying attention to that scene because every time it cut back to her, she was sometimes wearing a wig and she sometimes wasn't, and I was so distracted. So I have no idea what happened in that. Also, I don't know what we were all on in 2008 to allow Vince Vaughn the awe fucking dacity. Like, this man, I was trying to think about it. I was like, what the fuck were millennials fed that we thought he was god's gift to fucking comedy the answer is wedding crashers which i'm sure doesn't hold up and one day we will do on this podcast and i will still like the difference between this and wedding crashers and like why vince vaughn worked there and i don't think works as the lead of his own movie is owen wilson Wilson. and bradley cooper there were like Vince Vaughn is the B story, right? And Isla Fisher. Vince Vaughn was not responsible for the comedy of his storyline. Isla Fisher was doing all that work. And so he could get by doing his Vince Vaughnian, like fast talkingness and us believing it's a joke because it's so surrounded by actual jokes that it colors it a little bit, right? Like Vince Vaughn's shtick adds to this very rich funny world. Owen Wilson is doing the like vulnerable um, leading man thing, which I think Owen Wilson does very well. And Bradley Cooper is doing the like evil D-bag thing. So Vince, and they're both doing it very well. So Vince Vaughn just gets to be in the middle doing his Vince Vaughnian thing. And when he turns up every few scenes with Isla Fisher doing actual comedy work, we're like, oh yeah, that's funny. And then we go back to the Actual, well written part of the story. This movie is an hour and a half of Vince Vaughn talking fast. I, not a joke to be found from him. There, I've never so been matter There, there's a there's a part of me, like the sixteen year old part of me, that's still the part of him that hit on you once. He never hit on me. He hit on women I was with who were girls at the time. They were children. We were all children at the time. How old was he? Uh, I don't know how old is he now it was like 20 years ago so probably in his late 20s to early 30s yeah. too old to be hitting on teenagers regardless um, there is very much a 16 year old part of me that like still loves him and is like I love I love him I'm very charmed by him but very quickly in this movie I just became annoyed by him because his character was awful He sucked so much. Also, like I get, I get why people find him charming, but he has the one shtick, right? It's like his manner of speaking is his only. And I haven't seen any of the like Vince Vaughn dramatic roles he's done in recent years. I'm probably never going to watch True Detective. I'm sorry, but like maybe maybe he'd surprise me. Tell me if he's. But like his his thing is not act like it's not acting. It's just talking down to women with a very particular inflection. Mm-hmm. And it, and it drove me crazy. Cause I was like, why is this? Like, why did we lap this shit up so much? And I'm including myself in the wheat. Like I do, I did feel like in this movie, Reese Witherspoon had better chemistry with Vince Vaughn than she had with Ashton Kutcher in that movie that we watched and made an episode about that we never that we then lost. I think I think it was like a I think we went through a time you know that lady the like Mandela effect like a, like a glitch in the matrix like we yeah, never I think it actually glitched existed. in the matrix or did but it's then somehow we I mean, ended up in a different timeline like you and I are now in a different timeline but like together that's impressive really impressive. Um oh, that's anyway. anyway regardless she does have better chemistry with Vince Vaughn in this movie where they both play awful human beings than she had in that movie with Ashton Kutcher that's saying and, nothing because they have terrible chemistry and I googled no I didn't google this is again when I was looking at the trivia to try and figure out if that was a baby picture of Angelina Jolie sure um they evidently hated each other
1: I I, I hated right. them both
0: so team both of them um but I feel like maybe that's what added to to their wait what's the tea on race? them hating each other um, she's a professional and he's not. And it annoyed her. Shocking. Yeah, okay. Like literally tale as old as time is like woman does all of the work, shows up to the meeting well prepared and ready to do her work. Man shows up late, not prepared and doing is his and it pisses her off. Just repeating words. Shocker. He just repeats words. He'll just be like It's like You're not making your point, Vince. I hate it. Also, like, you know, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt that that's true because it came off of, like, IMDb trivia. But do I believe that Reese Witherspoon is a type A overachieving, like, consummate professional who shows up to set early and is, like, ready to go? And that Vince Vaughn is a slacker who is, like, I'll just kind of wobble around and it'll be fine. Yeah, I 100% believe that. 100%, but never forget her drunk driving incident where she shouted to you know who I am which I want to be clear other than the drunk driving which I think drunk driving is an important thing no one should ever do I love that is one of my favorite celebrity stories I love celebrities acting or celebrities behaving badly in a way that harms no one and only embarrasses them yeah it's my favorite kind of celeb gossip like those two things are not mutually exclusive each other did she get drunk one night and like make some poor decisions and shout things that are ultimately funny yeah, yes. you're a type A but does perfectionist she often- who works very hard and is very organized and is very good at all those things who one day called me a condescending bitch when you were drunk when I was trying exactly. to hold your hair back while you vomited and was trying to bachelorette style get you to throw up because you were crying about not how you couldn't throw up. Okay, babes. Exactly. So like the, we contain multitudes. Those both those things can exist. Fortunately, I so for me, so mad at you that night. It has given me a funny story. I fortunately for me, I'm not Reese Witherspoon so no one gave a shit that I did those things I did you hurt my feelings I'm sorry I feel like I've apologized but again I'm sorry I'm not holding a grudge other when at some point when I was watching Bachelorette maybe with Ben someone was like someone was like would she like actually make her friend throw up and I was like yeah 100% 100%. what do you mean I've done that to so many friends I was gonna say I think that's like a a test of friendship like we all learn how to do it in 6th grade You're not really friends until you've stuck your fingers down their throat. What's the point of teaching our generation of girls who grew up in diet culture, eating disorder world, how to do that if you don't then use the skill, but not for an eating disorder reason, you know? Otherwise, it's just a useless skill you have. This argument they have when she suddenly decides she wants – she suddenly has baby fever because she, like, saw him hold a baby once and, like, decides that she wants to have kids and then she's mad at him and she's like – you like, I'm tired of only having one foot in this relationship. Ma'am, not having children doesn't mean you're not committed. Like you live together, you've been together for three years. You have combined finances, presumably. Like what? Also how is he not committed to you? I was so because, mad. Because I knew I knew from the beginning that this the message of this movie was gonna be, we're not actually happy until we get married and have babies. And I was mad about it at the beginning. And yet I still was hopeful that maybe we'd we'd get around it. And then we didn't. Not no, only did, we, did we, we not get around, get around it, we literally drove straight into it. We did all of the worst parts of that message. I was so mad. And this is as somebody who is married and does have children. And I was so mad. So mad that we didn't let this couple be unmarried and childless and still happy. Because in the beginning, they are like, they seem perfectly happy. Yeah. Let me tell you. If you thought you were mad about it as a married woman with children, let me tell you how I felt about it as a partnered but unmarried woman with no children. It's just an hour and a half of delegitimizing my life choices. And it's well, like it was I have awful. a mother for that. Thank you. I don't need you, Reese Witherspoon. You know, like it was so bad. I was crazy. like, why is this movie like written by like a right wing conservative? Like, what is the message? It was. Uh, all the same babes don't use her. um, like yes so the alternative is like so the two so Reese Witherspoon has a sister Vince Vaughn has two brothers one of whom is married to a woman and John Favreau and Katie Mixon right we'll come back to them because Katie Mixon is maybe one of the most beautiful women ever anyway why is she not a huge star um Never mind, I know the answer. All of the, yeah. Um, it's sorry. Not I forgot. I and... forgot. Well, I don't even know that we can call fat phobia. I forgot. She's like, I actually, I know exactly her size because when Mike and Molly wrapped, I got to raid her wardrobe. She's like an eight to a 10 or was several years ago. I don't know. Nor is it my business. What Katie Mixon's dress size is now, but never has that woman been fat. No, she's certainly, yeah, no. Anyway, the moral of the story being that, both Kristen Chenoweth and Katie Mixon's characters are constantly pregnant. Like they both have a baby and are either trying to get pregnant or pregnant again. So the options for women in this movie are be childless and unhappy, miserable, miserable lying be to yourself about your constantly joy, constantly pregnant, like having sex before you've been cleared by an OB to have sex pregnant and just overjoyed with your choices in life i'm sorry what you can't find joy without children carrie what they Had bring you joy clearly They're this was thing. written by somebody a, a man who has never been pregnant and will never be pregnant Three men. oh at one point she like a baby throws up on her and she's like oh my black my ugly back dress huh and then she changes into, like, I presume is supposed to be, like, Kristen Chenoweth's, like, blue sweater. And I, I literally wrote down, I like her the blue sweater she hates. Why is she such a cunt? I also, like, I also, so, like, the baby spits up on her, which, like, yeah, if you're going to hold a baby, that's that might happen. It does suck. But, but all And it sucks, and it's gross. But then also Kristen Chenoweth is just like, oh, ha, 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 it's so funny. And I was like, these people don't have normal reactions to things. When you're a baby rose up on someone you're like horrified you're like oh my god I'm so sorry like please let me help you clean up like can I get you something else to wear like I'm so sorry why did none of these people have normal reactions also the whole time Reese Witherspoon is like completely inept around children like literally like doesn't they're they're just small people it's also they're not aliens it's the least viable thing of all time like this is terrible casting for this because like I understand she's an actress, but she's also our world's premier mommy blogger. Like, there is not a situation under this God's son where I'm going to believe that Reese Witherspoon doesn't love a baby. That's not the woman I have been presented. That's not the woman I'm going to buy. That's bad casting. I get. Maybe she's like trying to go out of her comfort zone, but it's like you can play a lot of different roles under mother, but you can't, you're, but you are a mother. Sorry, Reese Witherspoon too much a part of her identity like childless people are not completely incompetent when around when like children like they've been around kids before you know what i mean they are human beings in this world right and i was about to say like i'm a childless person and i'm fine around babies i am also a professional child care provider but like but it's not you yeah but i have other childless people in my room who are not professional child care providers who like know how to be around a child without being like Is it going to bite me? You know what I mean? Like, that's just, I, that's another one of these tropes or like these stupid fucking stereotypes that we just like really leaned in hard to this movie that doesn't make any fucking sense. Childless women are unhappy until they discover they want children because they see their partner one time hold a baby. It's like, I I don't know what the comparison is, but it's like, I don't know, like I've seen Ben you know i was gonna say i've seen him cook and i don't but i like food there's no comparison it's stupid it's so stupid okay besides kristen chenoweth um saying that her husband knows she slept with the whole water polo team and she knows he's experimented with men the only other line in this movie that like made me went go <laughs> was uh katie mixed in explaining to Reese Witherspoon that when you breastfeed your nipples get really hard, and mm-hmm. her being like, Do you want to feel them? And Reese Witherspoon in, in like a reminder that, like, hey, Reese Witherspoon's funny when she's given funny content, said, It's fine, I've got a set of my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that line I was like eh, not that's hard funny. like that. No, uh, true. Should we talk about Katie Mixton? Sure, let's Katie Mixton is a deeply it. underrated actress that uh is mostly a TV actress. She was on Mike and Molly, which is how I came to meet her I will say because I think it's important to tell st- good stories of celebrities I found her to be sweet lovely and delightful to me the accent is 100% real Um, because whenever I would bring I was a PA on Mike and Molly, whenever I would bring anything to her like her dinner before tape now she said oh thank you honey and I loved it um, didn't she then have a show of love her own yes she was then on the show American Housewife which was very funny it was like one of those short lived it was maybe like two to three seasons and I watched the first season of it And it was funny. Um, But, like, she's not... She's one of those, like, funny actresses that's also really beautiful that's not in everything and the only... Like, either she has bad reps, which I don't know, or it's because she's bigger than a twig. Yeah. Um, She's... I thought she was delightful in this movie. She's one of the bright spots in I, I this movie. I was going to say, like, this movie is so badly written that, like, it, not much you can do with it, but she did with what she was given. Um, yeah. She and John Favreau play, and I d- also don't buy John Favreau as Bay Area douche. Like, no. That's like t- Tim McGraw's great casting for that, except just set this movie in like fucking Ala- Alabama or something. Like, set it in Atlanta. Like, there are other big cities in the South, you could have sent it, set it in and then everyone can have the accents. I guess, like, did we want it cold? I don't know. It... Ugh. Anyway. Right. Also, Reese Witherspoon makes more sense in the South, as does Mary Steenburgen. Because like, they all have Southern there accents. There were lots of choices that I... Reese Witherspoon, Kristen Chenoweth, Katie Mixon, all the... Tim McGraw, all these people have natural, God-given Southern accents. And this movie was like, that means they're poor. Like, ugh. Anyway. Uh... Katie Mixon and John Favreau play like white trash couple who really love each other. And I'm like, I believe their love story far more than Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. That scene where they're playing Taboo and. Yes. <laughs> and like she they, she's like. That thing you did to me Sunday night, or like that thing, you know, like whatever. And he just like is answering, and I was like, I love this. In a better that movie, me- that's that's like a really good scene of like the couple who knows each other well versus like then Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn are playing it and like they can't get anything. And but Ben pointed out, he's like, they're not even playing the game right. Like it just like just say any words that aren't on that card. Right, more. which is Vince Vaughn's point, which like he, because he's a douchebag, makes the point douchily. But yeah. um No, but it is, like, the couple that knows each other really well doesn't need the card because they can get there without it. And it... it, I would have liked it more had... Was I not, like, an hour and 20 minutes into the movie and, like, are we done yet? Right. But, I I mean, I do think that, like... Again, the movie, like, misses the point by... uh, light years. Yeah. But to your point from earlier, like, I think the premise of, like these this couple that is like looking down on their families like in reality their siblings are actually in like very close intimate loving relationships they come to find out is an interesting premise of like these people don't know each other as well as they think they do Yeah, but but then the message ends up being like they don't know each other as well as they think they do because they're not married and don't have kids right. as opposed to like Maybe they just haven't explored actual intimacy. And it's still making fun of their family's looks, income status. It's still like the jokes still all come from something mean and not funny. Yeah. Like you can have eccentric characters where the joke isn't like, can you believe these white trash people actually like each other? like right yeah i can't right actually um but to your point john favreau is canonically like wealthy businessman guy yeah he's a doctor he's a it had you know the closest thing it was was to him on friends where he wants to become um the fighting champion the i want to become the ultimate fighting champion ultimate fighting champion thank you but the joke of that was like, "Oh, meek, sweet businessman Pete wants to become like the the reason that was funny was because that's not John Favreau. As much as I don't buy Reese Witherspoon as a woman who doesn't want children, I don't buy John Favreau as white trash. No, and he is not a good enough actor. John Favreau is a talented man. he's an, he's a good director. We're all getting putting money in his pockets watching elf right now. But what he's not is a great actor, and so he can't, like, become that character. You know what I mean? Like, No, and, like, to his credit, I feel like he figured that out pretty early on and, like, moved behind the scenes. Where yeah. he's, I mean, I, I was over at Jamie's yesterday, and she had Elf on, and I was like, how much money do you think John Favreau has? So much. And the answer is absurd amounts of money like he has figured out what works for him right like he has and he's good at it chef is a delightful little movie yeah and he's in, like a producer and director in the Marvel universe like the man could never um, work another day that's in not his life. knowledge I need to have but, um, but this is what I'm saying is like he's just printing money at this point right um so he he you don't care never mind no sorry um, I was I had a I'm listening this is good no, no. Interest. I was gonna bring it. I was gonna bring it back to Marvel, and you don't. know oh, yeah. About Marvel. I, bl- I, don't know that that's our 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 guest audience. You know, our guest uh, target. At one point when we talked about Marvel, it's the end of the year, my brain is one dead. of um one of our friends texted us and said, "I don't like the influence of your partners, um, bringing Marvel into the show." And I had to reveal to her that I'm in fact the Marvel person in my relationship, and my husband really couldn't care less about Marvel. Sexism to believe. I have a very traditional relationship in that sense. Yeah.
1: Sometimes no. when I'm having
0: a low blood sugar, that's when Ben takes the time to explain Marvel things to me. And that's the perfect time to do it because I just need someone to talk to me. Sure. W- without having any understanding of what I'm hearing. You know? Sure. What I love be that. Like, for... It's like when he goes on Game of Thrones or Marvel Lance, I'm like, mm-hmm. once my blood sugar is above 100, I'm cutting this combo off. <laughs> <laughs> you have until my blood sugar hits 100 he's like Hold secretly on injecting second. me so he can talk to me more just kidding that would be abuse um yeah this cast just gets wilder and wilder because the first time I like did a moment of like, is that Dean Kane? was Dean Cain. uh it's from a John Mulaney bit no um, I know I was doing the bit oh, oh, oh uh was Tim McGraw I was like is that Tim McGraw And then later I was like Is that Dwight Yoakam Like what's happening in this cast And the answer both times was yes Yes that is Tim McGraw and Dwight Yoakam Uh Dwight Yoakam He's a country singer Okay Because then they're all gonna play Eh, We gotta see what he looks like He plays the pastor boyfriend Of Mary Steenberger Sure okay Good for him Also, did Uh, you notice who is in a um is in a megachurch? Did you speaking of megachurches? Did you notice who Tim McGraw's oldest son was? Yeah, but he's not in a megachurch. He's the he's the guy from the movies. I'm gonna need more. He's the kid from Rachel's Gemstones. Was the megachurch connection? Oh, sure. Okay, I from that Paul Thomas Anderson movie with the Haim girl. He's good in that. Yes. Oh, right. He's like, okay. he's like, he's becoming like a little celebrity thing. Yeah. I did notice that. I then looked up his name and it, it went out of my head. He's uh, in Righteous Gemstones. He's a grown up now. He's a child in this movie. This movie. Skyler the, Gizondo. Yeah. The title of this movie should have been Everyone Needs Therapy. This movie hates poor people? Therapy. That's what's written in my notebook. Yeah, same. This movie. I mean, shots every time I write down. therapy. Um, I just remember it like one where the woman goes to like- therapy the whole time, and I was like, love this, love this. yes, girl, go to therapy, leave your shitty husband, take your kids. I love this. It was what a good book. was it? Anyway, Evil Eye. Oh, I have her other book. Oh, oh, mine's a library book. But can I borrow the? Can I borrow the other one? Can we do a book swap? That? A woman is no man. Yeah, I want to read that. After I read it, you could borrow it. Here, you okay. want to borrow this one? What's that one? Trick shot. Um, I don't know. I, I got a lot of, I'm bringing a lot of books home and I got uh, even more getting delivered. Yes, so we can I, do I, a look little at that Picture. I can't see it. Is that a threesome? No, I don't want to borrow that one. <laughs> yes, it is a threesome. I bring uh, my books to my workplace where I babysit children, Carrie. Oh, no, no. You can't read that one in public. That's... I accidentally read like like a romance novel that turned spicy and it accidentally turned spicy like while i was working and i was like i shouldn't be reading this near children like they were asleep but i was still like yeah but those are your children fair i was gonna say they'll be like asleep next to me and i'll be reading what book were you reading uh seven year slip oh that's like barely spicy no, I know, but I don't get a spicy. I don't have books where people are having threesomes on the cover. Um, I started a December to remember, which just makes me think a December to remember sales event. Um, <laughs> I think that that's part of why I haven't read that book yet. The title is isn't the great. The title makes me uncomfortable. I mean, 60 pages into the book, like, I'm enjoying it plenty of mine, But all I can be I keep looking at being like a December to remember sales event. Um, <laughs> the wig thing is a curse. It's the fact terrible. that we can see wigs, it's a curse. It is. I wish I didn't. I wish Her I could... hair in the first scene looks fantastic. She has mastered the messy bun in the very first scene. I love oh, when it. they're I pretending was... when they're like role playing with each other. So I was so hopeful in that first scene. Yeah. I I have not seen this movie before, and yes, I you have. We no, saw no, it in I, theaters. You're right. I have seen this movie before. I meant I haven't seen it in a long time, and honestly, remembered nothing. And in that first scene, I was like. Oh my god, this is so fun! I love the rep of like the longtime couple is like still having fun and they're still playful and they're still sexy. I love it. Like I the, maybe this movie is going to be more fun than I remembered, and then it went immediately, immediately tanked. like that first scene after they leave that bar, after they leave the bar, everything after that I hated. Uh, ben said if this is an actual meet cute because it's unclear that it's role." I said I'm pretty sure it's role-playing and he was like if it's role-playing this is good if it's not I hate this yeah and I was like correct He's absolutely right correct and then I was like it's role-playing this is gonna be good and then as you said uh nothing good ever happened again yeah I was so excited I was like yes for the couple that's been together forever having sex in a bar bathroom love it and then and then, and then, and then it was, there was no fun after that. No fun. That no was fun the to most fun that I had at this movie. Oh. I also, I've said this before. I miss a mean Reese Witherspoon. Like when she's a little bit mean in that first scene, and like, you know, we, everyone, not everyone, but like, you know, appreciate the degradation kink representation. But like, I do miss a mean Reese Witherspoon. You know a why? Bit. Because it taps into who she truly is. A do you know who I am, bitch. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't hate about her. You know what I mean? No, like... It's like, that's who you are, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's a terrible movie. I'm never watching it again. Or forgiving you. for I don't know why I blame you. We, we're in this together. But I was going to say, it's not like I was like, you have to. Listen, the last time I was like, we have to watch this movie. You ended up loving it. So bite me. Oh, I need to watch this Christmas again just to get this garbage out of my head. Oh, the uh, gross casserole they make. They're like, oh, who could eat this casserole? It's our family's Christmas casserole. This movie is anti poor people. You know, okay, one more issue that I had with this movie is so, Just like, the one. randomly they're at Mary Steenburgen's mega church and they like have to play Mary and Joseph, which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Because two people are sick. So obviously, of all the people in the mega church, they have to play Mary you and have Joseph. To pick the two people that have never been here before. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe the mega church is trying to convert them. And. It goes horribly. Whatever. She has stayed straight. It's there to show us that, like, he doesn't support her. He's not there for her. He's a horrible human being, which it does quite well, because I hated him. But also... But it's then, okay, because like, then they're going to have a baby at the end, so it'll be fine. Then they, like, the whole thing is they have to, like, swaddle the baby and put him in the manger, and then they're done? Y'all, that's not the end? Like, what? Why are we ending People the bring him gifts. Right? Where were the three kings? Where was the angel heard on high? I was like, what's... What's happening? Why are we ending this nativity in the middle? Look at you knowing nativity shit. I just Ugh, like someone played Mary in our pageant when we were kids. True story. I was excellent. I'm still so I did, it was a um, fucking angel. I did why wear are a these headband two people together. It had a pipe cleaner on it that made my halo. Yeah. And I thought I looked great. Yeah. But I was very jealous that you got to be Mary. Um, also, we have this whole big like scene at the end at John Voight I I just am continuing to shit on this movie. I'm sorry. We it's can do that. Like, no, we should continue to shit on it for three to six more hours. Reese Witherspoon has this whole like awakening growth moment at her dad's house where she realizes like she wants to be around her family and she loves her family and they're spending time together and she's missing out on things. And then Vince Vaughn suddenly changes his mind about having kids. It's completely unclear why that decision is made there's absolutely no explanation to robert duvall and robert That's duvall not... was like you don't really have to take care of him um so then cut to a year later they have a baby but they're still not talking to their families i was like so literally nothing has changed no one learned anything no it's Except just that they now now, now, now they brought a, brought a child into this, this, this world. world i my, i said these people should not be parents it's uh, yeah. now get get it. that baby out ate it all Anyway, um. that is all. Also, so Vince Vaughn, I forgot his name, sucks, right? And the nativity scene is an absolute perfect encapsulation of that. There's an earlier scene where we're supposed to think he sucks because he's gagging at the sight of baby throw up. And I'm just kind of like, why do we hate him for that? Like, that seems like a normal reaction. Like, Maybe they're up, that's it's gross. gross. Yeah, it is gross. And like, if you're somebody who like the sight of vomit makes you gag, like, you don't have any control over that. Also, Another reason not to have children because that's going to happen. Right. Child threw a pizza all over me the other day and I had to be like, it's or okay, like, you're fine. Have an agreement. One of you be the poop parent and one of you be the throw up parent.
1: You're no, saying. you know
0: Vince Vonda didn't touch a fucking diaper. Um, I say that as the poop parent in my household. This is why I can. I do think that's unfair because poop, I hope, is happening more often than vomit. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear. It's not that my husband, like, didn't change diapers. Luckily, we're mostly past diapers at this point, not on wood. Um, it's not that he wouldn't change diapers. It's when <laughs> he has an issue when poop is not where it's supposed to be. So, like, poop in a bathtub or poop that's, like, fallen on a floor somewhere. So, like, that doesn't happen very often. Usually poop is contained to a toilet or a diaper, so those are the moments where I have to step in. Whereas he handles when vomit is not contained to something it should not be, because this is why I relate to Vince Vaughn is I vomit makes vomit makes me throw up. As someone who has worked in childcare for over 10 years, I have only had to deal with poop in a bathtub twice. We went through a stage where it was happening regularly great i have nothing else to say about this movie it was not good i can't wait to immediately forget it yeah it's out of my head uh you can find we didn't do this at the beginning you can find us on instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on tiktok at hold up podcast you can join our patreon where we'll be revealing very shortly our one tree hill holiday lifetime hallmark christmas movie carrie was it a lifetime or a hallmark that took it don't say it what the movie was... is. Hold on, I have to look it up. It's not that important. Hallmark. It, it was, was a Hallmark, Hallmark that, that took it. it. That um, if you've been following, then now you know. But I didn't know what. the other was Hallmark time. Okay, um, it's probably out by the time you're listening to this. So true. It doesn't matter. Um, but you can join us on that. Um, and we're gonna have we have to come up with 2024 Patreon ideas, but we will, and they'll be fun um what's our next episode we do know our next episode our next the next episode. episode no our next regular episode we're oh, our next regular it. episode is uh new year's eve
1: another we can't diagram. do predictions
0: because we have like, already we, watched I, it. we're about to record it oh yeah we're uh, it it's gonna be a fun episode i'll tell you that i have one two three four four and a half pages of notes yeah. only like two and a half about ludicrous so join us back. Bye. Bye.